Buongiorno, everybody. This is the Bracker, and it's time for TC and Jake. A legend of So are you having money troubles? Is this the start of an intervention? A financial intervention? Because I haven't paid you? It's past the inauguration, It dude. is. I thought about that the other day. It's 500 bucks. I know. Listen, I'll get it to you Friday. It's the perfect amount of money where, like, uh... It, you know, despite my previous statements, it is, like, I'm not going to forget about 500 bucks. No, and I haven't forgotten about it. I just... But, it's, but it is, like, uh... It's not, like, ten, Like, if it was 10,000, I'd be like, yeah, he needs some time. That's cool. Yeah. It's okay if he sells that bet up four months after the fact. <laughs> no, I'll be settling it up hundred bucks two weeks less. after the fact. Uh, you know, two weeks after the fact. By the way, and I'm surprised neither one of us did this. And I think uh, Logan Dav. I want to be clear to everyone uh, has not settled up. So Logan Dav, if you're listening, you owe me a hundred dollars, you son of a bitch. He's buzzing you. I paid the lady. I bet uh, one of our one percenters of female IJB fans. I paid her her hundred bucks. That's nice of you. Yeah. Um, but I was always planning on doing it after the inauguration, you know. Sometimes you might end up with a, a I nice I thought Hail like Mary. a minute after would be an yeah. appropriate time. I'll given get it to you this Friday. It's a bit of a disputed timeline anyways, as we've yeah. seen. Yeah. I, uh, dude, I have like a weird deal, and, and I think, um, and I don't think my wife loves when I do this, but I, uh, like when I get paid, I will put, I don't use a checking account at all like to buy stuff. I use a credit card for everything. Okay, and yeah, then yeah. pay it off. And so I like, too. I will a lot of times... Just try and get them miles, dude. I a lot of times will literally have no money in my checking account because I'm either putting it in... Uh, si- that in, seems like a bad idea. I put it either in... I mean, like, I'll have a few hundred bucks at, at any given time. Okay, well, I mean, you said no. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, it's not like what I think most yeah, people yeah, yeah. do. So yeah, I'll go yeah. to cash savings or I'll go to paying down the credit card and then we just start over again. And I feel weird about taking money out of savings once I put it in because it feels like such a huge hurdle to get it there in the first place. So when we, when yeah, we get paid I mean, again I, Friday, I hear you, but you I will know, take care uh, of you. These are all compelling reasons not to make bets if you don't. If you, if you, uh, you know, if you if if whatever I offered it, you were like, ah, I don't really like to take out savings, so I'm probably going to pass. No, I. Uh, it was to me, it was kind of the perfect bet. Because obviously, because it's uh, one that you would lose. Now the guy that 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 you know, one of our faves, as uh, as Pelosi's niece, daughter. It was it was a daughter. I know we just talked about that, but didn't get what we wanted out of it. That would have been worth five hundred bucks to me. The outcome we did get may be worth seventy five. <laughs> so I am paying a bit of an exorbitant fee uh, for the hey, but at least Trump's not president anymore and. So that's worth uh, some money. Uh, I did, you know, I built that in a little bit. I think my, na- I think the people in my neighborhood are getting a pool made. The people in your neighborhood uh, that we are staring at right now out the window. No, they're while. quite definitely getting a pool made. Is that what it is? There yeah. were just like seven trucks over there this morning, and your car looks like it's in danger right now. <laughs> oh, I, no, dude. I mean, because if you look on the other side, I've been dealing with this. Little t- this is not important on the podcast. No, we have so just, many big things to get to. Yeah, we do. We but I, I did them a favor putting it there. I mean, honestly, I'm not supposed to be that close to that stop sign. Right. Uh, I moved it up because I thought about this eventuality, and if they wanted it different, they could have put it a different place. Fuck them. Yeah, okay. I agree. So, um, so yeah, I'll get you your cash, thank um, you. which you'll immediately use to buy BlackBerry stock with. That's what I'm. That's that's what's up. Yeah, I know where we're headed with this. Um, yeah, Ooh, I forgot. Uh, yeah, we can do it tomorrow. I do have uh, do have an old Oprah 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 clip. I want you to watch. Always down. Okay, absolutely so, always down. That's for tomorrow. Just for the Patreon folks, only five dollars for the audio. I do want to get this in real quick before we get to the go ahead, to go the ahead. stonks. Uh, mm-hmm. We were both sent this email a couple weeks ago by uh, a man named Kevin. He said, after spending over a decade in the Android ecosystem, I decided to jump the fence and purchase my first ever iPhone, uh, which is a 12 Pro. He says it's totally normal size, so find a new slant. He's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After listening to last week's Patreon edition, they are of IJB, right about the computer thing, though. Which was what? It's an oddly oversized computer. 
This one is? Well, it's just two inches smaller than mine. So whenever we sit next to each other with both of our computers Yeah, open, you're right about that. Yeah, it does look it does look funny next to your tiny some, little poodle. Poodle, your <laughs> some, poodle. No, this, this is a normal size computer. He said, after last week's Patreon, I, I searched for Mass Singer and read a couple of articles about Elizabeth Smart's appearance. Mm-hmm. Now that I've done that, Apple has determined that my interest consists <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> entirely of depraved, highly sexualized crime. And I have attached a screenshot. Oh, of you what, like that raping? <laughs> I heard you like raping. Default suggestions uh, suggestions are anything anytime I'm about to type anything into my phone. And uh, yeah, he sent it to us, and it's uh, Elizabeth Smart, Bride kidnapping and Ariel Castro kidnappings. Mm-hmm. Are the first I forgot about three. that one. Ariel Castro? Yeah. Dude, I I don't know how it came back up the other day. What am I doing here? Nah, nothing. Oh. You're good. I don't know how it came back up the other day, but somehow it was the talk of Twitter for a couple hours. And hmm. dude, Charles Ramsey. The guy the who was a uh, Oklahoma receiver? No, not no charleston rambo yeah yeah no the uh the black guy who was interviewed by the news outside and gave one of the most memorable uh eyewitness accounts of all time yeah because he found them yeah he saw them you know trying to get out yeah no it's like like the hide your kids hide your wife except for that person like hadn't done anything like right they were just this dude literally was was, like and if you (laughs) You should go watch it uh, as soon as you're done with this because he's the one he gave the uh, when I see a pretty little white girl run into a black man's arms, I know something's going on. Dead giveaway. <laughs> Dead giveaway. And the news is like, I don't really know what to make of that. <laughs> it's funny. I don't want to dispute But I don't want to laugh. Uh, yeah. Charles yeah. Ramsey. And yeah. he probably was paid, hands- uh, paid handsomely for that no. act of good Samaritania. No, no. Not how it works. He doesn't do it for the money, dude. Does it for the lives, for saving lives. So how much you make? Uh, we're up like 360%, I believe, right now in the portfolio. But how do we start uh, raw raw number? $10. Okay. <laughs> so I've made 36 I thought there was at least a decent chance that because you're pretty plugged in that you had maybe gone with 100 or a few hundred. Um. No, because I was so. And is it all GameStop, or have you diversified into other? Today we dipped our traders? toe in the AMC waters. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. I, I bought ten dollars worth of GameStop stock. So this has been a really frustrating, like a lot of emotions, but like definitely a lot of frustration because most of the time I would say it does not bother me that we do the podcast a twice a week and b now on back-to-back days yeah so you are leaving a really we walked into the nightmare scenario if i find out something interesting friday morning it's the following wednesday the next time i have to say something about it and on friday i would have caught this clean as like you definitely had never heard of it like what because i i want to give full credit it's uh troy troy dm me friday morning it was like you heard about this gamestop stuff and i was troy who once actually got uh Clarice Tinsley to uh, spell out the word cunt letter by letter on Fox 4. A talented man. Yeah, he, he had a couple couple bangers in Fox 4's Your Turn viewer's voice. He's done a lot of things for the podcast over the years. Yeah. Um, and so he, uh, he sent me the DM, was like, you heard about this, uh, you know, kind of gave me the brief outline and like a couple places to look and I'm, I'm diving in and finding out. And really just because I want to follow the story, like I put the 10 bucks down because I, yeah, I know what you mean at this point, like GameStop stock was trading at a $4 as of, I think a couple weeks ago, certainly most of the last several years, you know, like if you go on the, uh, you know, look at like the five year outlook for the stock, um, it's not real volatile, you know, it's, it's yeah. around there and there's four fucking dollars. Um, so when I bought it, it was uh 70. So four to 70, um, you know, I was like, boy, this seems like a bit of a bubble. And I think it was starting to go back down. I think after I bought it, cause you, if you look at the thing, there's like an early peak and then a drop and I'm, and so I'm like at the top of that early peak and I'm like, well, look at my fucking dumb ass. It's glad Bitcoin it, all over again. Glad it was only 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah. that's exactly what I did. The first like big Bitcoin st- spike I bought at the very top of it. I mean, I didn't like, I think I lost, you know, like, I don't know, 10, $20, but just whenever you're yeah. intending to make big bucks 
losing money is not exciting. And had you stuck around in that first spike, you would have 25 to $30 right now. Uh, I have some alternative investments that I'm more interested in at this time. Okay. So okay. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we buy in at 70 and, and then I'm like, this is dumb. It's starting to drop already. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but we'll just, it's 10 bucks. You know, that was the point. So let's just see it out. Uh, and, and today it is now like what? Uh, 350. Yeah. That's where it closed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that like, I, I was preparing for this as if I'm telling something, everyone, something that they had never heard of. Uh, and now literally everyone in the world has heard of it. But I think that they probably, there's a lot of people who like, you know, it's probably Easter baskets for them. Right. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, I understand that hedge funds are having a bad time and that this Reddit board is having a good time and the GameStop is involved somewhere, and that's about it. So I'm yeah. ready to, uh, to talk more in depth if you'd like to. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's somewhat uh, driven home for a lot of people by I think sometimes people don't like hearing about financial stories that did not benefit them. Yeah, but this one like does a, still, and I mean, I I think that that's why the prices shot up. The bigger the stories become, obviously, is because like people think, you know, keep buying. Maybe this is going to involve me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm sure that in plenty of this stuff, uh, I'm not going to talk like someone who understands stonks. Um, I'm going to talk like someone who does. Yeah, but like I think that's most of like. You know, I just would have figured if we have any Wall Street traders on the podcast that they're going to find this incomplete. Um, but if, if, if you're not, then uh, maybe, you know, there's something informational, educational, entertaining in it. You're going to explain it like a guy who got the tip and spent 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I think that's probably the best since. way to... You know, like uh, every time something like this comes up or like uh, whenever I watch the movie The Big Short... Um, I have to go and like, uh, relearn, like I know in general what a short is. Like I know that the intent is that you think that the stock price will go down and you want a way to make money off of that. Right. You're betting and borrowing. But I, the mechanics, I always have to remind myself. So they are fresh now. Um, it is that, yeah, that you're, uh, you're, you're selling someone stock that you have not yet purchased. Right. Um, you know, so that if you sell it to them at $1 and then you buy it later at 50 cents, then you've made 50 cents whenever you complete the transaction. And you've made them whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got the one stock that they were intending to get. Um, so uh, you got this this Reddit board, the Wall Street Bets, and kind of, I think that, I mean, I don't spend any time on Wall Street bets, although, you know, maybe I will now, now that I'm, now that I've got this little nest egg. <laughs> yeah, I can get, get loose with it. <laughs> a dude who listens to us uh, a lot and has for some time hit me up and was like, I first got on this in 2016. And I think at that point, it might have been. They have been talking about it for a while. Half a million, maybe 600,000 uh, members, and it's two and a half million now. Yeah. So yeah. that's a pretty that's gotta be like one of the I thought you meant you got in on GameStop in two thousand sixteen. I think oh, it's no, been no, no. I think it's been certainly months, possibly years, <laughs> that like there have been some people being like, This is pretty short. Like I'm not sure that it's a good idea. You know, like I'm gonna buy some and see. Cause the you you know about deep fucking value? I it's do. kinda jumping ahead. I but, do. But that that you know, he's the one that has sounded the alarm, you know, early and most often, and uh, his total investment up front um, over time was uh, seven hundred thousand dollars, which always makes me kind of like it's it's just supposed to be like a it's just regular Joe's putting it to the billionaires. I don't know anyone else who has seven hundred thousand dollars to invest. See, I thought I heard that it was fifty. I think he initially initial bought was 50, fifty, and then. But it's not like he sold it and bought it back. Like he put in more. Okay. You know, like so his the, he has put in seven hundred thousand dollars. I think it's like seven seventy because he posts like the screenshots of his yeah. stuff. Yeah, you're right. That's not quite the uh, boy. I'll just be out on my ass if this and doesn't. Neither is fifty. <laughs> you know, like I don't no, have but you fifty thousand to yeah, invest. But I would. Bet I get what you're saying. A lot of people who are, let's say, like you've been in the workforce for two decades, you might have fifty thousand dollars. Whether it's in uh, yeah. portfolios or cash savings, that's not that elitist. Really. I would bet that most of it's out of stocks now, uh, but I'm, I'm sure that my 
you know, my parents had more than 50,000 invested in various things that sure. were going to go to their retirement, you know. Golf course people? <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> Not on a golf course now, dude. Um, they wanted it, you to be able to get over the fence this time around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you got this Wall Street bets, and kind of how this is functioning a little bit is just if someone puts up a post and says like, hey, here's what I'm buying. Here's why I think it's a good idea. I, I think there's like a legal disclaimer that you have to say, like, do your own research. Because anytime people, whenever I'm reading about this, people will always like throw it, like at, universally will tag at the end, like, yeah, do your own research. I and felt I, like I needed to do that whenever we were just discussing it today. Yeah. Like no yeah. matter how many times I was like, we're the dumbest people you could possibly hear talk about this. I still felt like saying, hey, Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. And then maybe just as a little uh, salt bay, I would use the word fiduciary. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> just nice. kind of let him know. Well, I mean, he's saying fiduciary. <laughs> I feel like I have to follow his tips. He, he knows the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so the Wall Street bets, you know, someone puts out like, I've been looking at this stock. Here's why I think it's a good idea. And then hypothetically some people read it and uh they like agree with them and they buy it and if you've got this extra demand and you know it's not like the company is issuing new shares as a result of this reddit post or it's not like you've got other people that are feeling motivated to sell just because of the reddit post uh so it's it's probably going to create some demand and in a neutral setting uh that's not being the supply is not affected so the price is going to go up and like most of the time, it's like, you know, it's up a fraction of a penny or something like that, right? right. Not that big a deal. Um, one of the things that you would look for, though, if you are one of those Wall Street bets people, is uh, if you can, if, you know, the, the, you're controlling the demand, like that's what you're attempting to, to skew with your post, is you want to increase demand. Um, so you want something where that supply is going to stay static as, as much as you can. Like you don't want um, people to sell at the same time, you know, like, because it's all, I'm going to talk, you know, like I'm going to say the word supply and demand a lot here because that's, you know, how I understand economics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when something is finite, it's easier to zero in on the human behavior part of it. And so whenever it's a uh, hedge fund making a, a short, like the, whenever a hedge fund is shorting something and the price is going up, they're motivated not to sell because the moment they sell, they're, you know, just taking that loss. Like it's, uh, you know, whenever your Bitcoin was doing bad, you would often tell me that uh, you, you don't have losses until you sell. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that, that is also <laughs> the operate, uh, the mindset that they operate with. So uh, if you can, you know, use your Wall Street bets posts to increase demand, um, on a stock that is being shorted by an institutional investor. Uh, you like that one? Is that, it's that's not a fiduciary, really good one. but it's pretty yeah. good. That's a really good um, one. Those are not retailers. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's not retail buyers. That's right. Callers even. Um, and so uh, then they're, you know, they're not going to sell the stock to flood it in. You're going to have more demand, same amount of supply. Price is going to shoot up. And all of this is kind of like uh, setting out kindling for the wildfire, right? Um, and the wild, what the spark you need there is, uh, if you ever do have something come along, like if you do enough of this, if you get enough of, you know, wall street bets, people buying up this stock and institutional investors refusing to sell it. And then there comes along actual good news. And like people are buying this for not fucking around reasons. Um, that's, that's the spark. And now, now we're fucking California in summer, brother. Which I think the uh, buyer that you referenced actually did have some positive opinions about the future of the company. Maybe not enough to, to go in the way that he did, but actually did believe Absolutely. at a small level like that there is a pivot available here. They're not to blockbuster level yet. They Absolutely. will still have yeah. some place in the market, and it's worth more than two or four dollars. And basically, he's been saying he was <clears> saying <throat> those things well before now. But the the two big things that uh, swung GameStop's way to like kind of because you know I'm, I'm talking about these things in hypothetical. Um, you know, of like the the Wall Street bets posts are going to increase demand. If the demand is against a shorted stock, then it's going to be more beneficial. Um, the most shorted stock on the stock market was GameStop. Uh, 138 percent 
of GameStop's yeah. available shares were shorted. And I guess one thing I didn't know was that that's easy to find out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just saw it on a video. I yeah, yeah, but I didn't know. You. Like, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I guess you can figure that out and find out who exactly is is purchasing these things and making the bets. But I didn't. It makes sense. I guess I just never really thought about that. You can pretty quickly call it up like a like it's the the BCS standings or yeah, something. Yeah, like, All right, yeah, well, you know, right there at the top. Well, uh, if you want to keep on, like I, I I heard you talking on the phone with your bank, trying to let the, to figure out their. Uh, you know, trading app or whatever. So, you know, you might need to know that now. You might need yeah. to find out. I, I know you know how to go to ESPN NCAAF rankings. Yeah. You're going to need It'll to find it out for, uh, for the other like one. Like Ariel Castro. <laughs> um, so uh, GameStop's the most shorted stock. Like, basically, that like, they're... Just they shouldn't have shorted it. You shouldn't short anything nearly that much. Like, I guess you could be right. But, like, shorting in general, it's just a very fucking risky thing to do. Like, if you buy $100 worth of stock and it goes down to zero, then you've lost $100. But, like, the most you can lose in that situation is $100. If you short $100 worth of stock, there's no cap on losses. Like, you know, th th this is a very basic thing. Uh, anyone on Wall Street Bets can, can tell you this. I'm saying this incredulously, but it's it's. I know it's not groundbreaking, but it's fucking true, and it does, like, it stresses me out when I think about it. Like, honestly, the, the whole thing, like, it, it should matter, I think. I mean, whatever. No one's going to name me the... the uh, top person in a hedge fund, and that's fine. They shouldn't. I'm not ready. But looking at it as a regular guy, like selling shit you don't have is a bad idea. Yeah, but it's worked a lot of times. Yeah, like sometimes it'll work, but like it's not. A, I don't know. And if you have enough I money, I don't want to do it. If do you, you want to do it, well, no. But I mean, if you're working with a fund that has billions of dollars in it then you can probably has billions now might not next week no no and i saw brick tweet this like we're about 36 hours from the first suicide related to this yeah, i did see yeah. <laughs> and you know it may have already happened and it simply hasn't been reported on but it's going to happen uh it's no, going no to happen uh, we, we we can get into what's going on with the funds i have that information available but uh it's not that bad yet but we'll, we'll see and actually i think that the main one did close out yesterday so like now they're just you they're know, done yeah they, 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 they don't want any more GameStop. they're gonna do some other stuff well see that to me that was another thing that i guess i didn't really understand which is like all of this which i mean is just the idea that at that point when you want to get out you still have to buy <laughs> yeah so if you still have to buy no, they just they it's just still going loss. to go up yeah and so, you know, I've and it's seen like because of the dynamics, it's harder to sell, right. you know, like, I mean, I guess there's plenty of people that were, uh, were interested, but just the amount of like actual GameStop stock is very tight, like, which is part of the net, like, that's a necessary condition for this, you know, shoot yeah. up. Um, but yeah, so uh, you've got this situation where GameStop is heavily shorted. Um, and uh, we got a bunch of Wall Street bets, people saying that the short is incorrect. And the good news that occurred was, uh, one, the former CEO of Chewy.com, a yeah. Dallas-based company, I believe. Boy, a lot of Dallas-based going on here. Um, because uh, I've definitely given Uber rides to, uh, to the Chewy.com fulfillment center or whatever. Um, and so uh, the Chewy.com CEO... And uh, two of his boys from Chewy.com buy a bunch of GameStop stock and uh, get board seats. Yeah. And um, the other thing that happens, and I don't want to say that like this is just me or anything. I mean, it's a lot of people, but the PlayStation 5 launch really did a lot for GameStop. Yeah, I mean, I guess they were in every single story you saw about it of people trying to go from place to place, possibly even to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> To make sure they could grab their console, but um, I mean, I'm sure it's good for a lot of people. You could buy them several different places, uh, but it, it, someone had like just pointed out, like just look at like the long history of GameStop stock. Every time there's a new console cycle starts, it shoots way up. Yeah, but I still understand the thinking that this is a company that is on its way down. Yeah. So to to examine that part of it, um, first of all. I wanted to have a little conversation with you. I figured you'd be very open to this. Why do we call them brick and mortar? Weird fucking term. Who talks about mortar? Like most of them are made of concrete. Why are the fucking construction materials how we use to, to designate these stores? 
Weird thing. Weird thing. Yeah, I don't even really know what mortar is. <laughs> it's the stuff in between the bricks. Yeah, so, uh, I, I mean, I know, like, you know, from a military or a... <laughs> I think that's different. Uh, yeah, it definitely is different. Um, but I don't know how it's... I, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. You have. It's it's right there. Right, okay. But, I mean, like, I've never seen it at a retail store. So, we're uh, like you're saying, we're working with a a century-old term for what retail stores used to look like. But, at the same time... I don't really have a better uh, term for you. Yeah, I would say just like physical. Physical uh, works. Physical. All right, so uh, they're, they basically everyone understands that if GameStop continues. You ever waited like for, like, have you ever been there like at midnight for a drop? I know we talked about this when the PS5 came out. Yeah, but. yeah, for Madden. Yeah, so great, dude. Those like are probably 2008, the 25th anniversary edition. I definitely Memorable times. I think it was definitely 03 for me. Line. That's fun was fun maybe we'll do it this year we gotta go to cc's first got bad news about that i know yeah i heard they uh they might have had a lifeline someone uh involved in their ownership group actually called the station today while we were talking about their declaration of bankruptcy no way yeah got good news for me they're trying man I hope so. I want to go so bad. That the world so good right now. <laughs> is, is that... Uh, That's probably one in four podcasts, that, right? Is that COVID safe? Where I stop and think like, man, I really would love a fresh pie. Like... <laughs> right now. The chances of you getting like a pizza made recently and the chances of you getting COVID are about equal at CC's right now, I think. Yeah. Well, one of them's worth it. <laughs> right? Um. So uh, you got... Like there, we all understand that it, brick and mortar retailers are going to fail eventually. Like this is a bad deal. On that basis, like shorting them on that basis makes some amount of sense. It's just like a balance thing, right? Like I, I don't, I would not want to bet my life that GameStop's going to exist in twenty years. No, um, I would rather bet that it won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it is possible that they'll shut down a lot of stores. And do something to make them more online-based in a way that is dynamic, you know? Like, I, I don't even know what it is, uh, you know, but there's a lot of different ways that, like, online retailers succeed. Like, you would think that Amazon's just going to eat up everything, and, like, it probably is. Um, but, like, I, I think that they bought, I think it was them that bought Chewy.com, and then the guy, you know, was a billionaire and had a bunch of money to spend on GameStop and shit like that. Uh, so. Yeah, no, a pet store bought them. It was a pet store? I want to say a pet store bought Chewy.com, which made that guy a few billion dollars. But the upshot of it is, is a dude who clearly knows a lot about how this space works. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if, if, he, if he repeats company, that, if yeah. he gets, you know, GameStop sold to Amazon for a giant amount, then those the people betting against GameStop are going to be wrong. Right. You know, like, that's a success story. Yeah. Um, so you could find a way to, like, you know, they, they've, they've already got a brand. Like, p plenty of people have bought games from GameStop. They understand how it works. Oh, another thing is um, they got a revenue-sharing agreement with Microsoft on, like, any Microsoft Live purchases that, like, I don't know, are tied to them or something. They get a little cut of uh, Xbox Live stuff. So that was another thing that made it so that people legitimately wanted to buy GameStop instead of uh, just fucking around on Reddit. Troll buying. Yeah. So you have all these conditions together, and um, you know that, that is what sparks the wildfire and makes it so that it goes from $4 to 340 To me, it's, uh, and I know this has been, everyone has made these comparisons because, and I think also, dude, what's really interesting about this is um, you've, often pined for the days of new yorker old indeed like before everybody had to write everything about trump yeah and obama it, administration they would they would just tell you about like this guy's fucking stamp collection exactly or again you know uh, there's a, a lot, private the Paris hobbyist or the who, georgia guidestones or, uh there's a dude who reassembled like the first two nuclear bombs and they had a they had a thing on him about how he like made the bombs in his stuff how the f private hobbyist <laughs> like it's not uh like i don't think he had like he doesn't have plutonium but like just the mechanics of the not. bombs <laughs> thank you yeah yeah but just like you know the all the things that aren't like just he's the world's foremost like authority on not 
nuclear weapons of today, but like the people who make the nuclear weapons of today know how they make those. They don't know how they made like, you know, what was it? Uh, Fat man and little boy. Is that their names? Big. Yeah, I think you may be right. Um, and uh, yeah, that th- th- there was there's a New York article on a guy who knows everything that you could possibly know about fat man and little boy. And uh, that's the kind of shit they need to get back to. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep But I think you were making a, a, a you were correlating that to something else. Well, I just think that, you know, I think there's been a ton written about this situation in the last five days. And I'm not sure that would have happened even if Trump had won it's, nature's already two weeks healing. ago. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Hell yeah, dude. There's so uh, many takes out here about Matt this. Matt Brunig made that point about the Bernie meme. Like, there's no way that would have the legs yeah. if Trump had fucking done so. Dude, How by just, the way. It's just good being back in America, back in regular old America. Do you know about the Bernie meme Catholics news? Catholics on top, huh? Do you know about the Bernie meme news? No. I know he's selling shirts. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> the uh, headline Jake has showed me is uh, the Bernie Mittens meme is now a porn. <laughs> and I will tell you, despite what you're thinking, I have not seen it <laughs> yet. And I would not lie to you. No, I believe you. Uh, it was tweeted you by... You should believe me when I tell you I will see it soon. <laughs> it was tweeted by an uh, adult performer named L. Hell who is on OnlyFans, who tweeted the video with a Pornhub link and tweeted, I'm once again asking you to come. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Marries a lot of stuff together there. But yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I think the, the, the economy of takes is correcting itself. Whenever, uh, and this, this GameStop story is huge for that. I was around my dad whenever um, like uh, all the news networks finally flipped to thumbs up. We're going to declare Pennsylvania for Biden and say this is over. Yeah. And uh, my dad was you know very expressive talking about the weight off his shoulders and everything. And I was kind of looking at him like, really, dude? Like, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, but that's not really my experience. Now that you're telling, now that you are making this connection and like I feel that you're right, like that I can get back to my GameStop shit, it does feel like that weight is just lifting off. And who knows what's around the next bend? Back to being me. It could be any sort of interesting story that you uh, hadn't really considered before, you know? I hope they find like some new caves or something. Caves, you know, uh, Somebody's What's sell, going somebody on s- under the ocean? Selling guns and, and mushrooms on the something called the, the onion router. Yeah, I need those yeah. long forms, and I need those long forms ASAP. This but, is going to be good. Yeah, you would think it would, but uh, I thought one thing that was, and again, like I said, this is in all the opinion pieces about it, but that is pretty interesting to me and almost surprising that it took this long to happen because like Robin Hood, which I think I even did spots for at one point, like that's been out for four or five years and super, super uh, efficient and lightning fast trading options that lowers the barrier of entry to this sort of. Um, so I have more to say about them, but yeah. Well, yeah, I was just, I'm just saying, like basically taking the blogging, uh, you know, approach to to the stock market. That's not that did not happen a year ago. It's been three, four, five years. Yeah, but it's kind of the first time that we've ever seen as it's been described, like a 4chan approach to the stock market. And like, there's an infinite number of people who might be objectionable, offensive scumbags who are also brilliant, who populate Reddit. Like maybe more than in, you know, maybe more than any other platform. And it was almost like, you know, a bit of a shock to me whenever I this all sunk in that I'm like, they could have done this to a number of companies over the last few years. I bet that they have, dude. Like, I, th- I think that they have. It's just it hasn't been like this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, like... Uh, just as it keeps growing, the... Volkswagen had a similar thing happen. It's just that the person kicking it off wasn't Reddit-based. Like, it was, I think, a regular the Porsche stock. thing. Yeah, well, it was just like, it was just a short squeeze where, like, someone had, you know, a uh, bet that uh, Volkswagen stock was going to go down. The bet was larger than it should have been. Someone else is like, I bet I could fuck with you here. And then it's a stare down contest. You know, like that's why the spike is as high as it is. Yeah. You know, like if it's, if it's, if they're like, okay, well, I guess I lost this short, you know, no big, like pretty quickly, then this, then it's not, you know, and and the if, they, about, if they'd gotten out at 70, then it would have collapsed at 70. Right. And the thing about uh, Reddit too, and I think you could see this on just about any sub uh, is 
people do feel a lot of times, even whenever they like talk shit to each other, like they're on the same team. On Reddit? Yeah. And there's like a communal almost Kinda, thing of yeah. like, yeah, let's go do it and we can... Um, you want to talk it, about a story that feels like a million years ago. You remember that guy? We, it was one of the times we got to fill in, I think, for like the T-Box. It was whenever Big Tech's burned down. Um, that uh, There was a dude that was like fighting for free speech on reddit but like like i he vaguely was, remember that like his his whole deal was just kind of like testing the fence like you know just just constantly attempting for just the purpose of illustrating like where the free speech guidelines were like you know like is it okay if i talk about how i want to rape like yeah kind of i, I do remember that yeah now um, that you say that and uh yeah i just like now that would be coded as an alt-right Trump story, you know, yeah. of like, look at these fucking Trumpers doing this Trump shit again. But Donald Trump wasn't running for president when all this happened. So it was quaint and not that highly covered. Like if that guy, right. if all that unfolded today, it would like fucking MSNBC would lead with it. Yeah. As it was, I think it was, you know, like a third story down on Gawker or something. Yeah. They would try I to think bury, it was a Gawker the, piece. bury the Might people who had money behind it or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, no one's calling advertisers because yeah. of that story. Yeah. But I, now they certainly would. I do think I, again, I do think there's something to just the idea that, that it does feel it does to me, even whenever people are being shitty, feel like it has a populist vibe to it. Somewhat. I mean, Somewhat. relative to like, you know, I just feel like with Twitter or even Facebook, it's just too disparate. Everyone on Twitter is my brother. Well, I don't think we're in the brotherhood of you the don't block a brother. Mm, I bet I block more people than you know. A lot of people have blocked their brother. Uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe. Probably, you know, because I don't like I, after people my, shorted my blocking, and then I uh, after I my voice stopped appearing increase. on KTZKAM, the need to block really dropped precipitously. So you're probably right. Yeah, whereas mine was just you know his remained static. It was if headed not the other increased. way. What do you yeah. think about the idea that um, and this possibly runs somewhat counter to the uh, the populist notion of it that. Yes, it's funny right now that dudes who... I have... Yeah, the, my next turn is I'm against... The, there yeah. is no populist anything in this, but right, keep like, on going. You know, on on first look, it's like, boy, it's really funny to imagine a guy who is like Tyrell from Mr. Robot and pays uh, a homeless guy to meet him under the bridge so he can punch him in the face three times with gloves on. Mm-hmm. That guy losing his ass and possibly even uh, possibly even losing his his life at his own hand. That's a very salacious, like oh, you know, you got what you deserve type story. It's also like on the uh, flip side of that, kind of interesting to imagine a bunch of people who feel like they've been left out of the system and you know, uh, fuck the man type making a bunch of money. Also interesting, but it also seems. Like there's a very real possibility that a bunch of people who are at the uh, fourth level down and are like, oh, this seems like something I sh-, like they're going to lose a ton of money, too. And they might not know what they're doing. Like that people who oh, are just whatever, like, dude. oh, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I'm just saying like somebody's going to end up. They bought stock like. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you. it's no I guess it's no different than when somebody goes on, you know, CNBC and just h- hype something up for a week on end and then they buy it a you know a super high price and they end up getting fucked on it but it does seem like when something starts getting covered uh by the media like this story is whether it's now on down to amc or blackberry a bunch of like regular people who don't really know what they're doing me are going to lose a lot of money it's not just going to be people that you find to be like morally bankrupt i don't think but yeah but no one's an innocent in this situation like whatever you're trying like you were attempting to describe what you would see as an innocent person here and like they just didn't sound that innocent they had done something you know they, they'd committed an action buying stock like no one who's like this has no potential to uh you know like uh hurt your grandmother you know unless that she decided to buy stock on her own like 
these this the yeah, Melvin Capital Partners is the the big fund that uh, went down in all this, and like they don't control your grandmother's retirement. You know, like there's a lot of ways in which the stock market can fuck regular people if it's being run incorrectly. Like that's what the lesson of 2008 was. But uh, hurting a specific hedge fund, like it's not like the the stock market in general was shorting GameStop. I right. don't even really know how that that would work. It's just. Melvin Capital Partners made this decision. It is hurting Melvin Capital Partners. You are right that if someone chooses to buy a bunch of shares at three forty and it drops back to four dollars tomorrow, they will lose a bunch of money. But like they made the decision to spend that money, and like you know, no one told them to. I guess the only scenario where it could end up affecting your your grandmother is if this becomes commonplace, and. Because of the, I mean, the if way you're done the with your money, works. you might lose it. You know? Well, yeah, like, but I mean, not... like, it's not just being done with your money as much as it is like if people just have basic index funds. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden there's you know a degree of volatility, and we've already seen like major volatility, obviously in the last couple of years with just I don't know everything that you know, are inputs to the stock market. But you know, you could see a situation where. If enough different uh, stocks that are part of these funds and portfolios are subject to this, that they could like vanish <laughs> in a couple of days, and the people who are doing it very laissez-faire and have no idea might like pull up their account and be like, "What happened?" Yeah. I'm not, but you would have to be, I don't know, dozens and dozens and dozens of big companies. I would like to short the possibility of that happening. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. That's that would be my uh, fiduciary responsibility yeah. to me and everyone listening. Sure. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, this is you know because the triggering event was like you know regular people like on their computer. Um, this is being cast as like a you know populist thing, um, and I mean like as I established, even you know deep fucking value doesn't sound like a regular guy to me. But uh, whatever. You know, I mean, he's not. Uh, Steve Cohen is like involved in there somewhere. Do you know Steve Cohen? I mean, he was a part owner. of the administration, right? Uh, no, 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 no. I think that's, that's someone uh, else. Yeah. Steve Mnuchin. Uh, Steve Cohen, yes, who just recently had to fire his GM. <laughs> that <laughs> so, was a hell of a story. It really was. Um, Talk about something that four days later you're like, did that just happen four or five days ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so. The that Astros podcast, The Edge, which yeah. I enjoyed, Dan recommended it to me, and uh, I, I listened to it and I liked it. Um, the final episode, they like kind of take a detour to talk about Steve because they're trying to make a you know larger point about behavior. And uh, the thing that they're laying out there is that like Steve Cohen operates a hedge fund, so like I'm sure that they have algorithms and things like that. But what he is doing essentially, like is attempting to properly launder insider information so that he's not the one that takes the fall whenever he makes trades off of it because he's definitely making trades off of it. Like, he had a whole system of, like, code words with, like, all of his employees of, you know, like... So how... You know, like, that they, that they wouldn't have to... You know, of, like... How confidently do you feel about this? Well, I feel, you know, uh, it's like a high school kid buying confidence. weed. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, uh, and so he at some point, certainly, plenty of people around him have had to uh, pay fines and go down for this. But I, I think they nailed him at some point. Um, he's just, you know, he's a shitbag, uh, big shock. And so it's his, it's a guy that worked for him that like then left and started his own thing. That's Melvin Capital Partners. Um, and they've had, I think on average, like a 30% return over the last five years. Jesus. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Uh, you know, stock market goes up an average of 7%. Uh, if you can get to, you know, 15, you're feeling pretty fucking great. 30s. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't, maybe a couple companies do 30 every year. I don't, like, that's the thing I'm saying. I don't check. But uh, I can, I do know enough to know that, yeah, that, that Jesus is an accurate uh, reaction to, uh, to 30%. But yeah, so they, they, they make 30. I believe that 30 is what they lost, like 30% over, over this whole deal. Uh, maybe more at this point. But uh, yeah, I think they got out. They got out on Tuesday. And I believe as part of that process, 
sold off stake in their company, like equity in, in their fund in exchange for cash to Steve Cohen. Uh, so his, his firm bought half of it just so they can have enough like actual money on hand to get out and to continue operation. Stop the bleeding. Yeah. Um, so they sold it to him and they sold it to uh, a hedge fund called Citadel. Now, Citadel uh, worked out a little deal. Like you're talking about, Robinhood was a real revolution in how all these things work of you could previously do trades like on an app on your phone, but each trade would have a little bit of a price on it, like mm-hmm. just to do it. And like, yeah, just all of it. Was, I mean, Robinhood is very fucking simple to use and it did not used to be that way. And you probably ask, uh, you know, if, if the previous people were asking me for money for these trades and Robinhood isn't like, are they just a, a charity operating here? <laughs> um, how do they make money if they're not charging me? Well, one of the ways that Robinhood makes money is they sell uh, their uh, you know, buying information to Citadel. So every time you make a trade on Robinhood, a millisecond before that trade is actually, like before they actually execute the order that you told it to do, they tell Citadel you're doing it. So Citadel, and I mean, you know, like it is a millisecond, but like it, it's automated. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the, over it's, a it's large fast enough, enough scale, that the computer is doing yeah. it. So it knows before before this Robinhood ser- or before this uh, GME surge happens, it sees that it's about to happen. Yeah. So the people who have made the most money off of this is not fucking Reddit users. It's Citadel. And they were the other ones, you know, buying this fucking Melvin shit. So like, uh, you know, it's, it's not like if, if something happens on the stock market, there is no time under any scenario that the main people benefiting are anything other than hedge fund shitheads. Um, even if some of them are also at the same time losing a ton, the the main people benefiting yeah, from them if losing stocks a ton are going up and down other, it's, it's people who deal in stocks that is that, that is affecting uh you know th- this you know deep fucking value got 20 million off of it so yeah but that's nothing compared to go with god but yeah, yeah citadel got a lot more they i mean i think it was like three billion that combined they invested in melvin so they had enough that they were just like yeah yeah three billion yeah we got that around no big deal um BlackRock, I believe, prior to this, has like always owned like 13% of GameStop stock. That's just a coincidental thing of just, you know, they kind of like probably saw the same things that Deep Fucking Value saw. Of like, you know, it could be that this works out for them. Like they, they could pivot to being an online, online retailer and succeed in that. I always um, thought that was such a cool name for that fund. BlackRock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. No doubt. Um, but yeah, so, you know... Uh, it's not I, like I, I'm very excited that I have made uh, thirty five dollars, but <laughs> Wait, I, isn't that I, low? I don't think that this like uh, what's that? Okay, what yeah, you ten, you're right. I was gonna say, isn't that low? But no, you're right. Yeah, you know, whenever you invest ten to make thirty five, you keep doing that a couple times. In my mind, I was thinking like, wouldn't? But I guess you're when you bought that makes sense. I was thinking you made like three hundred fifty bucks. No, no. If I'd invested a hundred, I would have. Then, if you had done that, you wouldn't be over here sweating me about the bet, <laughs> a little bet sweat. That's just uh, <laughs> that's just a simple fairness thing. Um, so that's one of the big topics for this week. The other one is just uh, how you think this weekend Super Bowl's halftime show is going to go. You know, I need to do some reading on. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan, dude, and I, I've. You know, I he is in the list uh, or on the list of people that I'm like really enjoyed the earlier stuff more. Ooh, listen to that most recent album again, dude. I uh, actually did a couple weeks ago, it's and it's fantastic. After banger, yeah. after banger. But like, I don't really understand his face. You know, I thought like maybe somebody was saying that like in his newest video, it's actually gotta see the video, dude. Yeah, and I it's so good. But I don't understand. Like, he's making fun of the fact that he had a ton of plastic surgery. But he also did have a ton of plastic surgery, and that's why his face looks like that. And he's at the VMAs with broken bones. Like, what? What's I mean, going on? I, no, I think it's all just we're fucking around. He's playing with the idea of it. So he doesn't really look like that. That's yeah, correct, correct. The like he released the picture that I assume is going to pull up on your uh, your your Google search. Uh, that's just the still from the video, and the the video is like you know it's 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 a 
he's playing a character of someone who's got this thing going on, right? Well, then why does that need to carry over to the Pepsi uh, commercial where his face still looks way different now? No, that Pepsi commercial, that's how his face looks. Uh, I don't know, man. His face looks different. I mean, maybe, but not. it does not look like it does in the video in the Pepsi commercial. It doesn't look like this one, which is from the video, right? Yeah, that's the still from the video. Okay. Now, how do they even do that? Makeup stuff, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the, the honest answer is I don't know. That's not something I thought makeup could have handled. I like, feel that like looks like they've restructured his face. I mean, I think but you're right. I also just watched Predator. <laughs> so I'm the uh, the options. How'd you like it? Oh my god, dude! So good. Hell yeah! So good. I feel like I have a lot of work to do now. <laughs> what? I need just to get into through the, all of them into the universe a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, like I was so intrigued. Uh, I don't think it goes up after that. The the one that they made like this decade, it's all right. I guess it's fine, but. I did get some reports that I think it was 2018 that I needed to watch that one, but okay, that, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have Arnold that I really don't give a shit. Uh, Shane Black wrote it, and he's he's written some good movies. That was that was my primary point of excitement about it. Um, Ooh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that's an interesting filmography there for sure. Um, no, that is not the other top story this week. Yeah. No, Megan and I were running through a lot of his videos last night, and uh, they're just all so fucking good. The weekend, yeah, dude. Yeah, he no, just, he's always like, taking uh, the visual extremely seriously, like so serious. And the, the, like, it's I don't know, dude. It's it's fucking art. It's great shit. It is great shit. And uh, there's two different. So, how much did you like? I didn't watch any of these live, but the uh, award shows this year, in response to the pandemic, appear to have done a lot of wild, creative things none okay but yeah, yeah the, he's in addition to the videos he's got two different uh award show appearances in the last year where it's like playing off the video like he's pretty much doing the video live yeah but like with other shit that's uh, cool like one's in new york like on the top of a fucking skyscraper he's just like doing his shit and then the other one uh it's the bridge in la that you've seen in a million different movies where like it had it's it's used in one of the other videos uh, and he's just like walking along as they've got like a choreographed fireworks thing behind them that's like so fucking dope. It's very good. Highly recommend. I'd have to go back and watch. So I'm just calling it right now. I just want people to watch this Super Bowl halftime show and be like, damn, dude, TC was right. This I, is I, so fucking dope. Yeah, I don't think that's like really a hot opinion. I think everyone watches it and most people are like, oh, yeah, it's fine. But I'm just telling you, it's you, not going to be fine. Beyond fine. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Bruno Mars or better. Oh, wow. That's what I'm saying. Katy Perry? I thought Bruno's was better than Katy's, in my opinion. If off the top of your head you had to come up with one, can you think of your favorite musical award show performance ever? Oh, easy. You know what it is. What is it? Fucking bringing homosexuality into the mainstream. Eminem, Elton John, standing on stage together. See, I was going to go Eminem without me. If you remember when he did that one... I'm pretty sure that's the one it was where he started out outside. Now, that's a uh, fucking uh, real Slim Shady. Is it? Because it's a million. It's, yeah. A million, it's all. It, yeah. Just that's like me, that's yeah. the conceit to the song. But I thought that was uh, that was incredible. And it made me wonder at the time, like. And just the casting call. How couldn't I have gotten in on this? Like, I've <laughs> yeah, my hair. Have. No problem. Could have. Yeah. No problem. God, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he was doing some stuff back then. Uh, you know, I've Will Smith doing Wild Wild West live with everyone. Obviously, that was pretty good. I vaguely remember that, but it's I'm, on YouTube. Don't worry. I'd love to go back. And uh, I watch a lot. Brought that up Friday night. The uh, Sting and uh, the I'll be Puffy. missing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my wife might be tired of that one. Yeah, I uh, I've been listening to like a dumb amount of Eminem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just no, the I'd, first two albums. You have my support. I. Uh, I'm not that big a fan of anything after the Eminem show, but it's just now I know like Dan has done, uh, you know, like reports on this before about how, uh, you know, rock artists in the sixties and seventies had an uncomfortable amount of lyrics about young girls. Pedophilia. Yeah. Basically yeah. as it would be called by the legal yeah. system. 
Um, and that's all very, that's all very bad. Yeah. But it's not quite as forward as like when I, when I think back to my life 25 to, to 15 years ago, I cannot believe I was listening to that shit in like junior high and high school. I mean, like, cause I'm so shocked by a lot of it now and I love it, but I'm like, Ah, there's no chance that I was going to turn out normal. It did it's feel like no that, chance. though. It felt like that in the moment. Yeah, like... Like, I, like it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I can't believe he's talking about this. Like, I'm just laughing along hysterically the, to this playlet where you've murdered your wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, how is that... How is that going to play uh, when, you're, when you're that age? I don't the, know. The it's, rock stuff, it's like... Really, I think that they're deeply held opinion... Uh, was that like we got to say this quiet, but we all understand that like they're better if they're young, right? Uh, which is fucked up. I do not agree. I, I feel like their moral calculus needs some reexamination. But like I think that they were just like singing about what's on their heart, whereas he's actively attempting to like think of like what is the most extreme thing I can say. Like he is that fucking yeah. guy on Reddit trying to see like where are the boundaries. Like he saw all those people like. You know, he saw how people reacted to his first album. Uh, he felt very oppositional towards them. Like, he, he felt like, you know, this is... Like, he felt how uh, Biggie felt about the people who called uh, called the cops on him when he was drug dealing, trying to feed his daughter. You know, like, you are threatening my right to live. Like, fuck off. You know, like, I, I don't... You know, this might be a fucking joke around column to you, but it's my fucking life. Uh, and then so he was just like, all right, if that's the battle I'm in, like, how can I fucking surgically strike the, the enemy? Yeah, and that's, that's a good way to put it. And I forgot as looking at this that that was the same VMAs where he punched Triumph, the insult comic dog, and threatened Moby. <laughs> <laughs> what a performance. <laughs> what a night. What a night. Just, <laughs> just coming in God like, look. Damn. Deal with it. Uh, no, the other story this week that is like really creepy and I really don't know, how, you know, totally how to make sense of it was whatever's happening with the Conway family. Oh yeah. Got to talk about that. Got to talk about that. Yeah. First note for me was just, uh, that all this unfolds in Alpine, New Jersey. What? Are, yeah. I mean, I know I've heard of it as an, uh, a well-to-do place, but what am I missing there? It's the, uh, the Chris Rock bit, you know, the Chris Rock bit, but the first line of the bit is I live in Alpine, New Jersey. I do the same voice. Uh, same That's right. voice. I knew that it was uh, in Bergen County because Bergen County also the home of Census Fail. Oh DC, yeah, a band that I probably still to this day have seen more than any other live. But I, I <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> they came through here a lot. They did. Okay. My band uh, played the side stage for them. Congratulations. Uh, once upon a time um but yeah so uh the, the kid rock bit is uh you know that that he's like you chris know, rock oh yeah yeah kid rock's a different <laughs> that would guy. be a lot funnier uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> the chris rock bit is like uh you know that, that he lives in alpine and like so he's like yeah you know you're right uh black people are now allowed to live in elite communities it's but the like dentist bit I'm Chris Rock, yeah. yeah. And you know, my, the, the guy who lives next door to me in a house as big as mine, he's a dentist. Yeah. Uh, Not the greatest I, dentist. Yeah, yeah. Just a dentist. Um, and I feel like this is uh, proof, right? Like, Kellyanne Conway ain't no fucking Chris Rock. Like, especially prior to the Trump thing. Like, I don't think that they bought the house yesterday. She, like, I'd never heard of her. Yeah, dude. I mean, she's a pollster. Yeah. Name the other pollsters for me. Uh, Frank Luntz. Like he's the one I always thought was pollsters uh, are not fucking famous, dude. You cannot name for me a bunch of Obama or Clinton or Bush pollsters. No, but Kellyanne Conway is like on the shows all the time. Uh, and, and yeah, so I I just th like the fact that a pollster is like has this public a life like is in its own way fucking nuts and like had to be unanticipated by the rest of the family, right? <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know what George's deal was. I mean, obviously, they're both, you know, in this world. They live in Alpine. Right. Um, and I think I first became aware of Claudia. It wasn't the COVID thing. It was before that. Like, she had definitely posted some stuff before about how much she hated her parents. Yeah. But then she broke the story that her mom had tested positive for COVID. 
That was uh, fun. While was still fun. working in the White House. Mm-hmm. And that was right after uh, your big, big day for Notre Dame. The uh, the Rose Garden ceremony for oh yeah yeah, yeah. Amy Coney Barrett Catholics back on top yeah and giving everyone COVID and that there's a price to pay for situation. power dude um, yeah and like I've read you know four or five articles about this and seen the this <laughs> I don't think it's ever good if a story about your family has uh, these notes updated twelve fifteen p.m. <laughs> update 2 p.m. Yeah. Update 4 p.m. Like, yeah, yeah, it seems like a lot. Uh, and then also, happening. so what happened basically was uh, a fleet, which kill me. I mean, I think immediately before this was her TikTok post about uh, Kellyanne's treatment, or was that where? Where does that slot in timeline wise? She had a compilation. The daughter Claudia had a compilation of clips of her mother. Saying things like, you know, uh, abortion seems like a good choice in retrospect. She called her mentally ill. Yeah. Uh, she made a comment about her She's being... calling her daughter a bitch. Yeah, exactly. It sounded like bad stuff. Uh, and I do think that was preceding it. But then the fleet that appeared from Kellyanne Conway's account was of uh, her daughter, Topless. Yeah. And maybe that's something that she had taken, uh, Claudia, and then maybe her mom had saved it. I don't know. I don't think Kellyanne Conway posted that picture is what I'm saying. I'm uh, with, yeah. I really Cla- don't Claudia, think that's what happened. like, didn't seem uh, shocked that, like, the picture existed. Like, and I, I still haven't and, and hope never to uh, to see the, the photo. So I, I can't tell. Uh, like, maybe it's obvious from it that, that she knows that it's being taken. But, like. Dude, right now, neither one of us have seen the Bernie Mitten porn and neither one of us have seen the Claudia Conway porn or, uh, you know, uh, sexed pic. So, arguably. The most morally strong that this podcast has been in some time in yeah. one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, you but know, I'm gonna see one of those, and I'm never gonna see the other. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so she, uh, she, like, she had said something like, you know, my mom must have been going through my phone, right? But yeah, so I, I mean, just think this through. Like, she has to know that if she posts that on Twitter, that she's going to jail. Yes, but I would also think that she probably would want to know that as a very public person and someone that a lot of people don't like, she is at a higher risk of being hacked. Uh, from And I would say I do not want anything. Yeah, of, no, I would not have a fucking new to my daughter on my phone under any any circumstance. No, 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 and no, it, no, you no. Know, the move is you but have. But there's a lot of things I wouldn't do. She deletes it. Kelly can. You make her does. delete it. We act like this never happened. You, We learn from it, move on. But you definitely do not want it on your camera roll, given how many people no, no, no. You know, are out to get you. Um, but the upshot of it is, though, the cops are involved. Yeah. I mean, got to be, dude. I, someone needs to get to the bottom of this. Fucking child porn was disseminated. Not yeah, okay. Pretty much, yeah. And then the other uh, extremely wild element of the story was that, <laughs> um, I guess Claudia knows Morse code. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, she tweeted. Uh, she tweeted out. I'm literally at a loss for. Oh, this is on TikTok. I'm literally at a loss for words. If you see it, report it. The TikToks have been deleted, but were reshared by concerned fans. Eh. I don't know if you do that. I mean, they're not resharing the original photo. They're still, they're amplifying her message. She said, please get people to talk about this. She wrote that in Morse code in the comments. Okay. Like, yeah, I Is mean, look, anything I'll show, else? look, here's what it looks like. I mean, she's literally a <laughs> high school sophomore sending out distress signals on social media using, I guess, text Morse code. But the the Morse code is just to say, get people to talk about how this isn't cool? Yeah, like that's, uh, we need to spread awareness and I just wonder, it. like, because the... Feels a little extra. The joke in the, uh, the group text about this was that the most recent one where she's like, hey... Too much drama in my family. I'm going off social media. Everyone, please just be chill. No one report my mom. Like, that kind of stuff. The the joke in the group text was that George is just off camera holding a gun to her head. Like, yes. You know, keeps saying it. So I, 
I wonder if she's like attempting to tell you that. I mean, surely people would have figured this out by now if she's like blinking her eyes to the Morse code in that <laughs> video or something. But that that is where my mind goes. Yeah, and I mean, look, she's got uh, she's had no compunction about burning her parents publicly uh, in the past. So I would think if she's alone in a room with you know an alpine detective, they're not safe if she has something to say. Yeah, <laughs> like. But in any case, I don't know. This is a very weird story. And as I said to you the other day, and somebody I may have heard this this line a couple years ago and and just stole it as my own, but it did feel like a day of like, all right, here's uh Claudia Conway uh nude, maybe her mom is going to jail for pedophilia. Here's whatever's happening with GameStop and AMC. Here's TC and Philip, uh very fired like it does feel like you get a full verse of we didn't start the fire every week now. <laughs> That's and, true. And here's the really great thing about it. Next week, this same time, it's going to be like four or five other things that could be like uh, a whole stanza. And you don't have any idea what they're going to be right now. I can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait to see how Ja Rule is involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. All right. Well, shout out to my neighbors in their pool. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.